Welcome one and all to day six here of Lord Versity Week on Monsters of Rock, the Lordy Story. I'm your host, Matthew Kessie. And just as a quick reminder to you all to head over to True Metal Pod on Instagram to check out our competition where you can win one set of two of Heesey's bass strings, which you use to record the tracks of Lord Versity with. And now... Turning to today, you'll now hear me chat to Manet, the drummer of Lordy, and a dude who has worked tirelessly to present this masterpiece, or should I say masterpieces, to you all. So here's the Pale Pastor, Manet. Well, well, we'll be really busy with the albums, of course. The whole year has been, well, it started a year ago, like 2020 autumn the whole whole thing so and it lasted it was like a nine month period at least for me and mr lordy and and the production team as we we myself mr lordy and janne were were the so-called production team so we had to listen all the mixes and masterings of the songs and all the albums and by the time it was the deadline, it was May, last days of May. So nice. we had like three albums at the same time at the mixing process. So okay. that was pretty, pretty fucking hectic times. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what was your first reaction that's... when you actually heard from? Because I know when we, when I think it was maybe our second interview that we did last year. I think Tommy or Miss Lordy had only said to you the idea of this uh, lower diversity. Obviously, back then it was going to be 10 albums, but obviously changed to seven now. What was your first reaction when Tommy said that to you? Uh, well, the uh, story went like like Mr. Lordy called me. It was after the, we had the Scream Stream show. And then we had nothing like in the calendar. Yeah. So... So he called me and asked, so yeah, what are you doing at the moment? I was like, well, basically nothing. So, so you're not busy. No, no. <laughs> well, you, you will be. <laughs> so then he started to like open up the whole idea. What was the plan? Like 10, 10 albums, which cut to seven months anyway. Yeah. Sounded like a lot of a lot of trouble <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah I, I was pretty excited and at like the it. end of the phone call I was pretty excited first I was scared <laughs> like it's not gonna not gonna work not yeah. gonna happen nobody's gonna nobody's gonna finance it and where do we get the money and where do we get the time and yeah but yeah now it's done exactly and like yeah, it's such a unique concept and idea and almost it's not really a collection of albums it's almost a whole experience really because it's pretty much just like a time capsule but through lordy's lens really Um, and like with all of the instruments that are involved they've always got to kind of change from record to record and especially with the drums because obviously drums are recorded first usually for most tracks they lay down the tone for each song so when you're actually going to play a drum for say the 70s rock album and then you have to go and play drums then for the disco album what do you have to do different on drums to make sure that they don't sound the same 
Oh, well, basically we had to do everything different. We had to have a different drum kit. If we want to sound like the 70s, we need to have a 70s drums. Yeah. So I had to rent, rent a, a certain drum kit for that. And actually those two, first two albums that we made, they were the 70s album and the disco album. Yeah. Those are the only albums that we actually went to a studio to record drums and bass nice. also. Okay. So we kind of put the money in those, those records. So we had the 70s album made in Tampere, the same place that we used in a collection. Yeah. Those 70s tracks. Okay. So we recorded them on uh, tape as they did in the 70s. Yeah. And the disco album was made in Helsinki with uh, this legendary, like Finnish, Schlager dude who had made all these classic Schlager songs and worked with a lot of Schlager artists here in Finland. Nice. Okay. And he had a like, like, really, the disco sound was right, like immediately there. He had a drum kit already there set up and all the mics and I just started playing and he lifted the faders and the sound was like there. This was really simple yeah. and easy. Yeah. yeah. And then when it comes to obviously your, your drumming technique, is there anything different in the way you play um, that you have to use? Say, do you have to utilize any different techniques when you're. Yeah, sure. Of course, you can, you, can play, you can play disco like you play like metal. Yeah. That's completely different. And I got really good tips from the, the record engineer. Right, he had okay. like, yeah. Yeah, you have to play the tires like really. Really strict and yeah, like mm -hmm. completely different style than I have used to play. Okay, so. and and when we look at obviously the records that we have in Lodi, um on Lodiversity, you've got so many different varieties of genres, and obviously the two kind of the heavier styles that we would see are Abracadaver, which is the thrash metal, and then probably yeah. sp spooky sextravaganza spectacular, which is the industrial metal. And obviously yeah. with industrial metal, a lot of the time there's kind of almost like a drum synth used. So yeah. with that album, did you have to utilize drum synth at all, or was it? you playing drums and then was it changed on the computer or stuff like that actually this time this time it was only only the the midi, midi stuff right okay so no no actual drumming right that okay would have not make any sense to yeah. set up uh, uh, like electric drums and then quantize everything I play so yeah there was there was no time and no any sense doing that yeah. so it's all programmed nice. okay I know I we guess that would probably mean nice and will, will that mean then that um, on the when it comes to playing live those songs will probably be a little bit more difficult to try to play live seeing as it isn't uh, no, no. I, don't, I don't think so we, have, nice. we, play, we made uh, Shake the Baby Silence was oh, yeah, yeah, uh, pretty yeah, much yeah. the same same kind of thing and we have played that live yeah. It's pretty, pretty fun to play. Actually, yeah. it's really simple. Yeah. Really cool. And when we look at kind of the whole history of Lordy, you guys sometimes kind of mix 
things into drums like when when we look back at when you did to beast or not to beast i know it was your first lordy record that record had you using thrash cans you also used the, the binaural recorder which was that little head thing for happy new fear um so did you have to use anything different this time around when it came to recording the uh, percussions oh uh, well no actually no because uh Except the first two albums, the rest of the albums I made at my rehearsal place right. by myself. Okay. So I, I had no engineer, and I uh, that was pretty straightforward, normal kind of the microphone placements and whatever, because it's the, the limitation of the space, and of course limitation of of the money. Yeah. So yeah. there was no no like. No way to make anything fancy. Mm, so yeah. pretty straight, straightforward. But yeah. as were the albums, if you think of eighties drum sound, it's not nothing like it's not rocket science. It's, yeah. it's straightforward, normal studio stuff. Yeah, and um, when you kind of look at the whole recording process of this album, because you've had a little bit more flexibility because Hella was saying that you've had for her anyway it was almost she went in recorded her keyboards for one album and then she could be waiting a couple of weeks and then she records another for another album this time around you had that flexibility whereas previously you would have been recording an album over a three or four week period so have you found this process easier than previously even though you've had more albums to record I personally loved this way of working right. because okay. I was only by myself and I had pretty much well not all the time in the world but I had the opportunity to like play around with the songs and try different things and different drum fills yeah. because there was there was nobody like <laughs> waiting with the clock yeah the exactly yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah yeah so it was I really love working with myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't need a recording engineer or even a producer. Yeah. Because I've never, honestly, I've never met a producer who had, had had any like real input to the drumming mm. in the albums. It's always like they're just recording there and yeah, was it good? Yeah, I think it's like good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now I had the opportunity to like experiment, and I think it really sounds on the albums as well. Yeah, and did do you have any favorite memory then from the whole recording process? Favorite memory? Mm. Well, I, I guess the most fun was with the, the progressive album, nice. with the Master Beast from the Moon. Yeah. Because that was the progressive drumming, which I haven't ever really like done. So oh. that's that was like my tribute to Neil Peart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was really fun. Yeah, yeah lots of like. And is there like, is trying different things? And yeah. And with that album, uh, do we have like really long songs to expect, like almost like thirteen minutes songs? Because yeah, forget some. One song is yeah, one song is probably twelve minutes. 
Pizza or something. <laughs> so it, okay. it took, took like two days to record. My Jesus, okay. okay. Yeah, and the work, working style was like, I got the demos from Mr. Lordy. Yeah. And I didn't really have any time to rehearse. So, so I got the demo. So I, it was like four hours I rehearsed and recorded the song just the same day. Jesus Christ. So that, that was the workflow. Whoa, my God. And with, with this whole experience of Lord of Mercy, because um, fans, if they've heard, believe me, at the moment, so obviously that's the disco album, and in a couple of weeks or so, they'll soon hear Abracadaver, which is an amazing track, I absolutely love that track. And nice. it's so heavy, like because my my own my own personal favorite Lordy song is and the uh, and the zombie says because I love that kind of just heavy, oh. hard hitting sound. So when nice. with Abercadaver, it kind of has that similar kind of tone, and obviously it's a very it's a it's a tribute to Testament in many ways because it sounds very yeah. similar to them. But um, what do you want fans to actually take away from the whole experience of Lord Diversity? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's it's gonna be a really like personal experience on how do you hear the albums. Yeah. I, I can't really say how I feel about them because it's it's been a long journey. Yeah. There's so much different things there. I don't know. Maybe maybe they don't like them. <laughs> well, have you heard any feedback from fans about uh, Believe Me? Yeah, well, yeah. So that, what's, what's it been has like? It's been really interesting to read about. Uh, people think we are copying Ghost. Ghost. You know, the band from Sweden. Yeah, but what, what the fuck? I, that's, uh, that the wouldn't fuck? have even come into my head if I had to think of it. Yeah, like. exactly. Nice. So okay. if, if a modern, like, metal dude hears... Uh, 70s disco he or she immediately thinks about ghosts that's that's weird yeah like ABBA was the first thing and then Earth, Wind and Fire was the second one that came into my head yeah Yeah, me too yeah Yeah, same yeah Yeah. but ghosts 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 is a weird one to kind of latch on to that one yeah yeah exactly but I think uh, I I guess our fans have liked the song yeah they have, yeah. and like yeah, a lot of the people that have been sending messages to us on on, the, on Instagram and Twitter, like it has been very positive. Like I haven't seen anything negative about the sound or video or anything like that. And often at times you always kind of get a mixed bag of reactions from people because if people sure. want Lordy to sound like Get Heavy era, then people want pe- the band to keep changing their style or adapting. And I think for this yeah. one, that people have kind of really opened their mind to it because it is yeah. such a unique concept and everyone wants to hear trash metal lordy or there's people who want to hear disco lordy or 70s lordy or progressive lordy or just AOR lordy as well the usual kind of lordy that we're used to so it is there is something for everybody here really yeah I guess so yeah that's a good point yeah Yeah. it's interesting to see uh, which is the favourite style yes what is the exactly yeah that's Like, That's you guys are going to have a tough decision to make when it comes to playing songs live. <laughs> oh, that's going to be hell. Yes. <laughs> what to play. Uh, well, obviously, I think it's going to be the, the single tracks, but 
Yeah, Who knows? Exactly. Yeah. I think it's going to be really fucking difficult to play live. Mm. For example, the abracadabra, that's really. It's going to be a sweaty, sweaty <laughs> job for a drummer at least. <laughs> Oh, and when it comes to the complications of all of this, these albums, because there must have been times where you found things more difficult than other albums. So what was the most complicated thing that you had to deal with recording them? Well, it was pretty much like every album was the same, you know, like work-wise. Mm. But of course, in the way, on the way, you get tired and not every day is a good day. Yeah. And the schedule got like, it was getting like hell, hell in some point because Mr. Wally was late with the demos. And the studio for the vocal recordings was already like the time was set. And right, and okay. I hadn't, I, I hadn't got the demo, so so in the end, there was some album that he had to sing on the with the, the demo drums oh. because there wasn't no time for me to record them before he went to studio yeah. to do the vocals. Okay. So yeah, but that was expected because there's so much work. Nice. Yeah. And in the in the end, so little time. Yeah. Exactly. And like the time constraints must have been a real issue with this because I know from yeah. Tracy and Yanis that it came just in under time. Um, yeah. But like I'd say with exactly. you guys having to record so many albums all at different, like one album and then another, it must have been very, like, there must have been very little break for you, especially because you are so, you're probably one of the more involved members in the music production side of it anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah. it must have been very tiring for you to have to jump from one album to the next. Sure, sure. Yeah, uh, there, yeah there were literally no, no breaks in between. It was yeah. like, it was like a factory rolling all the time. Yeah. And it's a, it's a fucking miracle that we pulled it off on time. <laughs> it's a really, really, I am amazed. <laughs> and it's a, every time when, when Mr. Lordy is in the equation, it's, everything can happen. Yeah. Or nothing can happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, it can be a mess. Jesus. So. Yeah. Uh, and when it comes, obviously, especially you... in schedule wise. So. Yeah. Because yeah. you have so many different parts at play there with everyone involved. Like, and yeah. when it actually gets down to you guys moving forward, because. I think fans will find it very hard to believe that you guys were just going to go now after you've done Lordy Versi that the next phase is going to be well we're just going to do another traditional Lordy album like do you think that Lordy's style now going forward is going to be this mix of different genres or do you think you guys will probably go go to move on to maybe a modern metal album or move back to maybe the old sound of Lordy or what you've done previously that's that's a tricky question you mm. never know. Yeah. But it, it feels it, it would feel really weird to go back to like normal. Yeah. After this, like yeah, we're gonna do one album like normal mm. body stuff. That would be really fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, but how can you? How can you in the end? How can you top the things that we have done now? How, yeah. What's the next step? How exactly. can you do any better? Yeah. Uh, should we do like ten albums next? <laughs> 
next time who's going to pay that and who's yeah. going to buy those mm. so it's it's really really interesting to see where we're going to go yeah. after this it is and especially when next, next year is 20 yeah. years the 20th anniversary of Lordy as well so it'll be oh right yeah it'll be what tw- 20th 20th anniversary of the of the band recording album so I guess that'll probably be something well I know Mr. Lordy probably has something yeah. something in the works anyway but um for that I'd say but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to reveal. say anything but, but we we at some point we had talks about doing the get heavy period like shows or oh, whatever okay so but, kind of, but now now with the corona has popped yeah. all up so we we have to do first we have to start on tour and then we need to do a tour with with this with this new album so yeah, exactly. everything is like postponed yeah I know it's it's hard to. And next year is going to be ten years since I joined the band. It is, yeah, it is. It's it's an anniversary in many, many ways. And that must be crazy for you to think that you've been there with Lordy for ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I was like twenty twenty years when I joined, and now I feel like I'm (laughs) seventy (laughs) five. And it's only been ten years, so. Jesus. No. You think of the amount of albums you've recorded now as well, and especially with this one. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. And then, um, with Lordy Versi, you must have a favorite album or favorite song, on the whole selection of it all. Because we've, of everybody I've spoken to, literally everybody, they've all said Superfly Trap, the disco album. So, are you the same, or is it? A no, no, hell no. No, no, okay, no, we have no. someone different. No, okay. no, no. Yeah, right. I think the so-called AOR Humanimals. Humanimals is the absolute best because there, there's not a single like bad bad song on that album. Nice. Okay. Cool. It's it's like pure fucking awesomeness from start to beginning. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, cool. cool. And yeah. do you have a favorite song cool. off that album? Oh good, okay, very good. Yeah, but oh. if you ask me what was the uh, the most fun to do, it was the masterpiece from the moon because of the progressive yeah. things that I haven't been Able doing. Do. Yeah. So that was something new. Cool. Really, really nice. Cool. And uh, before we kind of finish up, you might have seen on Insta. I know you've seen it on Instagram. Uh, you shared it on your thing, but I asked fans for a couple of questions. Yeah. To. Uh, so I mixed. I picked five of the best questions, and I had to pick an extra one because <laughs> it came from Easy. Yeah, so Easy sent. Easy boy. <laughs> <laughs> so he sent in one, and he wanted to know: Should we go to practice someday? Ah uh, no. No. Why? Why should we? <laughs> <laughs> We've practiced all our lives, so why? Why should we practice now? <laughs> Very true. Well, what could it? It doesn't make any sense. And there's no shows. Yeah, no shows now, unfortunately. Um, The next one came in from uh, Prenumera Apocalypse, and they want to know, have you heard the full Napalm Market demo? Uh, No. No, No, I haven't. No, no, why why would I? Well, well, bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. No. Right. Um, Maybe I should. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, the second question comes in from Sev Sev, and he wants to know what's the most important thing for a drummer besides a drum kit and practice. Be in shape, okay. Yeah, why is that important? It's probably a very uh, obvious answer, but why is that important? Uh, it's not fun if you're not in shape. Okay. Especially on tour, if you're not in shape, you're, you're not having fun. Yeah, and you've you got... can do one, two, three shows, and Impressive. after that, it's, yeah. it's just pure mayhem. And especially with you, because you're in a big latex costume as well, so you definitely got to be yeah. that little bit sure. step further in your fitness. Yeah. Um, so be in shape. Don't drink too much because hangover will kill you in the end. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> That's so the, my advice to <laughs> young kids. <laughs> uh, the third question then comes in from uh, J E How I think their name is, and they want to know how many pairs of drumsticks do you go through each show? Each show. Well, actually nowadays uh, it's only one pair. Nice. But I had like shows when I I had like four pairs, and I don't know why they just kept on cracking. Okay, right. So <laughs> you just have to throw them away then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like if, if your right symbol is in the wrong angle or something, then you can break your sticks. Nice. Okay. It depends, but maybe I have learned how to play drums, so and I don't break sticks so much anymore. Perfect, perfect. And um, the fourth question then comes in from Annika Apolloniemi, and she wants to know, how do you think you have evolved as a musician since you started playing with Lordi? I think I have only devolved. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, so you've had to kind of diversify in a way. Yeah, maybe there has been some progress. Okay. <laughs> after this. Very good. And I'm sure if you play a lot of shows, you you learn how to play shows. Right. So that, because that's a whole different yeah. ball game than right. just playing at your rehearsal place. I suppose, yeah, you have to get used to a different space and how, how to play in, in that particular space then. And when there's a lot of people watching, that's a whole different yeah, thing. A lot of pressure as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. And um, the last question um, comes in from Mr. Patty Official, and he wants to know, what is your favourite horror movie? I have to say Exorcist, because that's had a huge impact. I was really, really, really scared. And still am. It yeah. is a terrifying movie, always. Right? Especially if you yeah, see, it, especially if you see it when you're very young, it can be absolutely horrible. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. And are you a fan of horror movies, or would that be kind of? Not I used much to interest? be, but I I get too scared nowadays. Right. I can't watch them. Okay. Yeah. It's no no way. <laughs> I lose my sleep. <laughs> And that was Mana of Lordy with some spectacular info on his side of the coin with regard to Lordy Versity. And thanks to him for everything he's done for the show. And now 
I hope to have you all with me tomorrow for the three-hour extravaganza that is my chat and dissection of Lordiversity with the mind behind this insane creation, Mr. Lordy. See you then. Monsters of Rock, The Lordy Story, is a True Metal podcast production. The show is presented, produced and written by Matthew Kessie. Head to True Metal Pod's social channels to keep up to date with the production. <laughs>